We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. Turn your small savings into impressive fortunes with Alpha Beta Report. Expertly guided by certified pros who've transformed modest sums into vast treasuries. Dive into investing, trading, and more. Visit alphabetareport.com and amplify your financial growth today. That's alphabetareport.com. And thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your financial support. Right now, I want to welcome in Brittany Walker, who is here to talk about Ohio Issue 1. Brittany, welcome to The Bruce Woolley Show. How are you this morning? I'm good. Thank you for having me. It's an honor to have you. Thank you for carving out time. I understand that uh, you've been talking to residents in Delaware County about Issue 1 as a member of the Delaware County Republican Party. I understand that you're, you may be vice chair of the, of the party and uh, through various organizations that oppose Issue 1. I want to know, why is this something that you're doing? Why is issue one so important and concerning to you? Okay, well, first off, I just want to say that I'm vice chair of the Delaware County Republican Club East, um, East. but I okay. am um, a member of the Republican Party. Gotcha. Uh, today I'm speaking in my individual capacity as someone who has a legal background, and um, I'm also a mom. So, you know, when I look at this amendment on issue two, or I'm sorry, issue one, it's just frankly bad law. Uh, I look at it through the lens of someone who uh, would argue this in court uh, on both sides and couple it with the 50 years of litigation that has gone behind uh, reproductive issues to uh, really see that the language that is used is very vague and it's very broad, but even more concerning to me is that the legal terminology that is used is very craftily written so that attorneys can ar- argue to, you know, broaden the reach of this amendment further than most people would see if they just read it for face value. And, you know, unlike issue two or the heartbeat bill that are statutes that will continue to give us a voice beyond election day in November, this is a constitutional amendment that is final. It's not, it, it's open to interpretation but not edit. So Mm -hmm. if the court reads it and they're going to read it with a lens of this is what the voters wanted, they voted yes, they must have meant to have all this open-ended language, there'll be nothing that we can do about it. So I find it to be very dire, and I'm concerned that many voters are not fully engaged. They're not reading it really thoroughly, or we've got, you know, pro-family voters that are not out there talking about this more, pastors and Um, you know, pro-family advocates. And this is really an all-hands-on-deck situation. It's pretty dire for the state of Ohio. And so I'm concerned and hoping that we can get more people talking during this last week before the election. I'm not a real smart guy, and that's I'm I'm admitting that on the air. 
but in my past life, I had a lot of time with attorneys and did a lot of work with attorneys because of the nature of my work. One of the things that I did learn, though, and I truly believe this, uh, when th- when language is sweeping and broad in any type of agreement or contract or legal document, that can create some serious problems. So when I hear people say, well, listen, this isn't what's in the amendment. It says nothing about this. I kind of scratch my head and go, okay, either the people who wrote this are dumb or they're crafty. Can you weigh in on that? Yes, they absolutely are crafty. I mean, I, my question to someone that says that is, like you're saying, if it was a contract on your desk, would you sign it? Would you sign a contract that says that your light, uh, the other side's rights are including but not limited to? I mean, I, I would never sign a contract like that, and I don't think anyone would. We would work really hard to change any line in a contract that would hurt us in the future. And so we need to think of it in that way as well with this yes or no vote. If even one line in this constitutional amendment is concerning, we need to put a pause on this and think more deeply. You know, what I've been doing uh, when I talk to voters is I basically walk them through the amendment itself and say, let's look at every line here and talk about what it means. I mean, in Section A, where it says every individual has a right to make and carry out one's own reproductive decisions, you know, the other side says that's hyperbole if you think that means it will pertain to a minor. But if you look, there are 15 states right now that have no parental involvement, and it's largely due to the fact that the ACLU has fought to abolish parental consent laws for years. I mean, I'm looking at a website right now where they, they were arguing to abolish them back in 2001. Well, st- I'm going to stop uh, you right there, Brittany. Brittany, I'm going to stop you right yeah. there. There are 15 okay. states in our country where, where parental involvement has been nixed and the ACLU yep, is involved. That. Why is that important? Yeah. Is the ACLU involved in this? Well, the ACLU's involvement, I mean, they're going to be the ones that are going to come back. The ACLU and Parenthood are the ones that will come back and argue to make this amendment more broad than the voters intended. And I I believe they're bankrolling it. I'm going to go out on the limb and say that. I know the Planned Planned Parenthood is, Mm -hmm. and I know that ACLU is is vehemently supporting this, at least with messaging, if not dollars. But go ahead. I I don't want to interrupt you. Sorry. Oh. That's okay. So you're very, you're absolutely right. They have a vested interest in this amendment. I think they were involved in crafting it, drafting it. And, you know, the language here is so purposeful. Every individual, first of all, including but not limited to, uh, you know, the one's own reproductive decisions are including but not limited to, and they list contraception. And that took me back when I looked at it. I thought, who's talking about taking away anyone's contraceptives? But if this does apply to minors, then uh, that means that they can give that to my minor teenage daughter without my consent. And my daughter, she's, you know, she's beautiful. She's 13 years old. She looks like she's 20. If she decides to go out and start dating a 30-year-old, she can go ahead and make these life-altering decisions without me being involved at all. And, and, and if I she wanted a Tylenol of- at school, she'd probably need to get your support before the nurse would give her one. Am I correct on that? Exactly. exactly. It's, this is crazy. All right, so, keep going. Um, but, you know, we just got to really look at this list because it says including but not limited to. What are we agreeing to if we vote yes? 
What are they going to add to this later? Uh, it's just, like I said, it's bad law. You wouldn't want anyone to add things that you'll be bound to later. And that in and of itself is a reason to vote no in my mind. But when you go to Section B, they, this is where they really got crafty. It says the state shall not directly or indirectly burden, penalize, prohibit, interfere, or discriminate against an individual a person or entity that assists in exercising their reproductive rights. The fact that they use the word burden is very important, and most people wouldn't see that. The United States Supreme Court has said that you cannot place an undue burden on an individual's reproductive decisions. They have ruled that parental consent is a burden, and that's why many states have gotten away with having parental consent laws. By writing this in here that you can't burden it at all, they took out that unburdened standard. So and parental so consent is a burden, but it's not an undue burden. Is that? Am I hearing that exactly. correct? So they're intentionally exactly. crafting this to cut out and carve out mm-hmm. parents' rights. All right, we've got about a, a, about a minute and a half here. Keep going. I'm sorry that I keep interrupting you, but you're, you're dropping some bombs here that I hope our listeners are hearing. Okay, keep going. Yeah, I mean, I feel like I really just want to drive home that the fact that these words were intentionally put in here the way it was and most people wouldn't see it on its face means to me we need to step back as Ohioans and take the multi-billion dollar abortion industry out of the mix. They have everything to gain by a yes vote. I have nothing personally to gain by their no vote, but I'm passionate because I know that I need to continually be involved in this crazy world with my daughters and my son, for that matter, their reproductive decisions. And I am not going to allow, I'm not going to be silent while they try to add anything they want under the sun into this list of what I will be bound to. Not only that, because it's a constitutional amendment and not a statute, it will silence our children's voices later too. It will take millions and millions of dollars to put something else back on the ballot to change this amendment with our own amendment that could help us later. And we don't want to use tax dollars to do another amendment, you know, putting something else on the ballot. Amen. We need to get this right from the get-go. Uh, and she's absolutely right. Brittany, thank you for breaking that down for us. We, we truly appreciate all of your effort on this. Happy Friday. You are listening to 98.9 FM, The Answer, The Bruce Hooley Show. I'm Jack Windsor, honored to be filling in for The Bruce Hooley. Hey, are you seeking a lucrative side hustle? The Alpha Beta Report is your golden ticket. They've cracked the code on turning humble accounts into towering assets. Get educated, get empowered, and let your money work wonders. Dive in. At alphabetareport.com. That's alphabetareport.com. Thank you to the Alpha Beta Report for your financial support. I want to welcome in John Dooley. He's a candidate for Gehanna Jefferson City School District Board. John, welcome to the Bruce Hooley Show. How are you this morning, sir? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Hey, it's an honor to have you on. Uh, thank you for taking time to talk to us about uh, what I think is equally as important as issue one, uh, and that being uh, school board races and uh, school board members. Tell me this, uh, John, and tell our listeners, we live in a, I don't know, confrontational world right now where uh, school board races are hotly contested, teacher unions are 
dumping money in, uh, people who don't like uh, folks that stand for education first and parents' rights are, are really going after uh, school board members who, who are trying to unseat them and, and get a spot on the board. Given this climate, why did you decide to run in Gahanna? You're exactly right, and it's amazing uh, the consistency across the entire United States. And so for myself, um, similar reasons, um, I saw some uh, materials showing up in school that are not consistent with um, previous value systems, and of course not with my personal family value systems. And so... um, the first time I saw it uh, with my son, and he was in seventh grade, and a book was presented that just had some gender questions in in it that uh, he was supposed to write a report on. He didn't understand it, and once I saw that it was referring to a person who was um, gender uh, transferring, it, uh, it threw us off. You know, it's like, wow, this book is in school now? And so, um, you know, it was after that, I think, and, and uh, last year, my other son, he had some issues with some pronouns, and um, we're finding out that it's, you don't have to follow the pronoun that a person identifies at. But, um, yeah, so just these things that's being presented, that's really off uh, base of basic education. So we, we just want to stay with let's stay with our basic education let's make sure the parents know what's being presented uh to the kids so they are in agreement you know and don't um present new um forms of education that uh, nobody has ever seen before i was having a conversation with uh someone about my age just yesterday and we were talking about activism in schools and things that are being promoted and pumped up right now. And and we both agreed when we were in school, we didn't, first of all, I, I didn't even think my, my teachers had a private life. It was like they were in the classroom. And if I ever saw them at the grocery store, it was like, Oh wow. Okay. I, I guess they do have another life outside the classroom, but we didn't talk right. about whether they were gay or straight or transgender or, I mean, it's crazy. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. I believe that uh, Gehanna Jefferson public schools actually has a member of the board who is now openly promoting his his transgender preference? Is, is that what's going on now in Gehanna? Uh, yes, it is. And um, I guess initially how it was presented, um, no one knew that the person was transgender until uh, they were able to attain a seat. Um, that being said, uh, again. Personal individual choices uh, are what you make, but to promote it and again promote it in the classroom uh, is 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 not necessary. Um, you know, if you're a professional, stay professional and do the job that you were hired to do. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have some great teachers. We have great teachers uh, in Gahanna Jefferson, and um, it's just a few things that's off. And again, it's countrywide and it's being brought in uh, unbeknownst and some of the indoctrination is taking place in the colleges where uh, people are becoming educators 
And yep. so they're buying into it as they're being trained to become teachers, and then they're coming into the system. Even recently, we've had uh, teachers retiring uh, pre-COVID and post-COVID um, when they just saw some different ideas coming in that made them say, oh, I don't know if I can do that. And so um, it certainly is starting at the college level where it's being put into the teachers, the educators, and then they're bringing it back to schools once they're um, hired as full-time employees and then they're presenting it to the kids. I'm talking with uh, John Dooley. He's a candidate for Gahanna Jefferson City School District Board of Education. And uh, we've got about a minute and a half here. But, John, I'd like for you to unpack, you know, maybe a couple of the things that you're looking to do differently when you're elected to the board. Oh, sure. And so I'm running in Gahanna Jefferson, and um, I have a running mate. Her name is Cynthia Lampkin. And we both have similar values, um, similar ideas. And so uh, one thing we want to do is make sure that – there's a connection between the parents and the teachers yep. and that uh, the teachers are full, parents are fully informed of what's being presented. And uh, we also want to protect the teachers. We don't, wanna, we don't even want to um, uh, hear of the, the issue of uh, girls' sports being entertained to biological males to play on the sports because um, their bodies are much different. That's right. And, and even as, at a growing space, if you're born a male, you have to stay in that category, biologically speaking. And so we're looking to protect uh, the rights of all the children. We're also looking for um, financial accountability. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't want you to say, oh, there's not going to be a levy and you're over budget, and then later on there's a levy. Just be honest and upfront. Transparency across the board. We got to have transparency. People have to know what's going on um, at all times, uh, and we need to get the school scores up. You know, I think uh, there's sometimes there's so much distraction to all these other things. We're not focused on why we're here, and so it should. Uh, it's strictly the acad- academic, and I understand that there are that have other issues going on, and uh, there are programs that help deal with that, but for the majority body, we got to get these scores up, and we have to back to basics. We have to get back to basics. Excellent, and uh, I believe it's johndooley.org, that's J-O-H-N-D-O-O-L-E-Y.org for uh, Gahanna School Board. Uh, Mr. Dooley, thank you for spending time with us this morning on the Bruce Hooley Show, and I look forward to having you back uh, once you've won your seat at the board. Thank you again. All right. Thanks for having me on. Hey, stay tuned to the Bruce Hooley Show, 98.9 FM, The Answer. Uh, Hour number two is next.